And we thank you, O oh God, for blessing your presence, O oh God, for your grace on tonight. Come into the podcast tonight where the word of God is being spread throughout the country, O oh God. It's throughout the country. And we thank God for he's giving us these tools and accolades. In this time and this season, O oh God, that he is releasing the word throughout the week. And we thank you. And if it had not been for COVID-19, this would have been even more effective. And so we thank God for that, that opportunity, oh God, because it gives us an opportunity to assemble ourselves even more. Father, we thank you. And we thank you tonight, oh God, as we bring forth on t- tonight, none other than our very own chief apostle, amen, of royal priesthood, amen, of whole nation, amen, on tonight, tonight, right take. Amen, amen, everyone. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to thank you for that prayer. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Tonight, God has been dealing with me on some issues that the world is going through. Um, And I want to thank everyone for joining me here on Apostolic Alignment on E-R-L, yeah, E-L-R, Prophetical Shift Podcast, which also will be broadcasting on R-P-H-N, Radio Broadcast Network. Amen. And um, I'm your host, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. And I'm looking to have a Holy Ghost good time. Amen. And sharing the word. Um, The Lord has been dealing with me about how um, America, and not only America, but all the nations around the world is not honoring him. They're not reverencing him. They worship God with their mouth, but a lot of us, our heart is far from him. And God want to deal with that thing today. Amen, somebody. Amen. I was doing a series on the gifts of the Spirit, but God had me to go a different way today, and I'm kind of trembling deep down inside because of society and how it's behaving before its creator. Um, if you can turn to Deuteronomy, the first chapter, the first two verses, hallelujah, when you have it, say amen. And if, you, if I need to hold on, just say, hold on, Apostle Take, just hold on. I'll be there. It's okay. I don't mind waiting. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, I am honored to have, amen, um, my daughter in the Lord, Apostle um, Robinson, amen, who opened us up in prayer, and um, Prophet Taylor, Pastor Shirley Coleman, amen, and as well as Prophet Charlotte Green. How are you doing, woman of God? Been a minute. Um, Prophet Green, I'm so happy to see you, amen. Thank you for joining me on my daughter's line. Amen. It's been a minute. And may the Lord bless you, exceeding abundantly above all than what you can ask or think. 
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. You see everybody there? Amen. Everybody there? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And the reasons follow. Um, Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, verse 1 and verse 2. Now, these are the commandments, the statute, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whether ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou, and thy sons, in thy son's sons all the days of your life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word, Holy Spirit of the living God. I'm asking you to possess me in the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus um, that I'll be able to minister your word with power and clarity and that the seed of your word would dwell in a deep, rich soil of your people's spirit. Hallelujah. And that it would grow into their souls, which is their mind, their intellect, reasoning, decisions, emotion, feeling, and the free will. Let he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Lord, in the name of Jesus, that Lord, that this message being preached, I'm asking God that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you have given your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, and better yet, rose again. Hallelujah. With all power, heaven and earth in his hands. And that you, hallelujah, have sent your precious Holy Spirit Hallelujah, to empower us to be witnesses of Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. And that miracle signs and wonders and divine healing may take place in the name of your precious child, Jesus. Now, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable of that sight. O oh Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray. And let the body of Christ say amen and amen. And I don't mind some amen so I would know if the call dropped, being that it's a cell phone that I am on, bless God. So I don't mind an amen here and there so I know that I haven't fallen off. Amen. Amen. Today I'm going to talk to the body of Christ about do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God. Do you fear God as much as you, as you claim that you love God? Amen. Saints of God, a lot of people worship God with their mouth, but their heart is far from them. We can tell by the fruit that we share with one another. For the scripture said that you should know them by their fruit, not their hoop. Amen. And Amen. God is disappointed in many of us that is that is uh, um, supposed to be leaders of the church. He's disappointed in those that claim to be Christians 
Amen. With the backbiting, the slander, etc., I can go on and on and on. Uh, but it's time to grow up. Amen. He that has an ear, let us hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. A frequent command given to God's people in the Old Testament is to, first of all, fear God. <laughs> or to fear the Lord. And saints, it is important that we know what this commandment means for us as believers today. <laughs> Only as we truly fear the Lord, we will be delivered from, bless God, slavery um, to all uh, slavery and all abnormal fears. Amen. We have Amen. to literally understand what the fear of the Lord is. When I say talk about the fear of the Lord, what the first thing come to 95% of the church? It's the beginning of all wisdom. That's the only thing they know about the fear of the Lord. But I'm sorry you don't know enough. You really don't. The meaning of the fear of the Lord, hallelujah. And this is what we're going to deal with, the meaning of the fear of the Lord. The, comfort, uh, the, the comprehensive command to fear the Lord includes a variety of different aspects of the believer's relationship with God. Essential to fearing God is a recognition of his holiness, his justice, and righteousness as a counterpart of his love and mercy. For example, knowing him and understanding fully who he is. Proverbs 2 and 5, hallelujah, says, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of him. Such fear is based on the acknowledgement that God is a holy God who, whose, whose very nature causes him to just sin. Only thing we could do is just repent and you'll be all right. The devil is alive. True repentance is turning away from. There's no fear. There's just no turning. To fear the Lord is to regard him with holy awe and reverence and to honor God as God because of his great glory, holiness, majesty, and power. Philippians 2.12 says, Wherefore, my beloved, as he hath always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. With fear and trembling. One thing that puzzles me, and I've got a lot of respect for the devil for one thing, what you say, Apostle, take you got respect for the devil? Yeah. Because the Bible decreed and declared that Satan uh, believed and got enough sense to tremble. Man doesn't. The devil believes and trembles at the name of Jesus. Man doesn't. 
Satan believes in tremble at his holy word. Man doesn't. Satan has enough sense to believe and tremble at the presence of God, but man doesn't. He ever, the Bible says he never leaves or forsakes us, so he sees our right and our wrongs, the good, the bad, and the uglies. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. In the salvation accomplished through Christ, Paul finds room for fear and trembling. All children of God should possess a holy fear that trembles at the word and causes them to turn from all evil uh, 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 before God. Hmm. The fear, phobos in the Greek. Oh, the Lord is not as often defined merely reverential trust, but includes an awe of God. Power, holiness, and righteousness, uh, righteous retributions, and, 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 and dread of sinning against him and of the consequences that may follow. Uh, it is not a, uh, uh, not a destructive fear, no, 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 but a controlling, redeeming fear that leads to more purity, life, God's nearness and blessings and salvation. But the question is, thanks, do we fear God as much as we claim that we love God? If you only love God without fearing God, you're unbalanced. <laughs> you're unbalanced. That's why you, a lot of us walk in lopsided because we have a, a, a lack of understanding that God must judge sin. For example, when the Israelites at Mount Sinai saw God manifest himself through the thunder and the lightning and the thick cloud upon Mount Sinai and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, they all trembled in fear and begged Moses to speak to them rather than the Lord God himself. It pleased them. Again, in, 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 in uh, Psalms, the 33rd, chapter to the 8th and ninth verse in his reflection on God as creator states explicitly let all the earth fear the Lord let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of God there's no awe of God uh, for he spake and it was done he commanded and it stood fast also, to fear God involves recognizing that he is a God who is angry about sin and surely has the power to punish those who transgress his righteous laws, both in time as well as in eternity. Uh, the 76th number, Psalm 7 and 8 verses, Thou, even thou art to be feared, who and who may stand in thy sight, when once thou art angry. The eighth verse says, Thou didst cause uh, judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth filled, the, the earth feared, and was still. Similarity in the New Testament, 
immediately after acknowledging the coming vengeance and judgments of God, the author in, in what they found out was Paul indeed that wrote uh, Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews 10.31 had declared, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And that's New Testament. God demands his fear. But the question is, do you truly fear God as much as you claim that you love God? The reason for fearing God. Let's deal with that. The reason for fearing God, hallelujah, proceeds from the meaning, the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. We should fear God because of his great power as creator of all things and all people. Furthermore, the awesome power that God continued to exercise over the elements of creation, hallelujah, and over us is cause for fearing the Lord. 3, 14, and 15, I know that uh, whatsoever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God does it. That mean that 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 men should fear before Him. That uh, that which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been. And God requires that which. Is past. We have to understand, hallelujah, God saw the ending from the beginning, and then he brought it all to pass. Our future is God's history. And we don't have enough sense to truly fear God. Even in the book of Mark, when Jesus, hallelujah, God in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, hallelujah, had walked, Yeshua HaMashiach had walked on the earth, in Mark 4, uh, uh, 39 through 41, hallelujah, uh, and he, Jesus, arose and rebuked the winds and the waves and the sea, hallelujah, and said, peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm, and he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. First, they fear the storm, now they fear in the man. First, they fear the storm, now they fear in God. They found out that the storm didn't have nothing on God. <laughs> and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. But do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God? When we realize the holiness, hallelujah, of our God, for example, his separation from sin and constant opposition to it, the normal response of the human spirit is to fear God. Revelation 15 and 4 decree and declares, Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. The continual blessings we receive from God, especially the forgiveness of sin, should lead us to fear and to love him even the more. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, 
and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then, not before. I'm not stopping COVID-19 until it's happened. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. It is a solemn and holy truth that God is constantly watching and evaluating our actions. His covenant is non-negotiable. You cannot negotiate with God. Hallelujah. God's commandments are uh, non-negotiable. He's watching uh, over both the good and the bad and the ugly, and that we will be accountable for those actions, both now and in the day of our personal judgment. Beyond all doubt, saints of God, the fact that God is a God of justice who will judge the entire human race operates, hallelujah, uh, uh, should generate the fear of God in us. How could you not fear God? Even Hebrew 10, 26 and 31 said, but if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifices for sin, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses, bless you, Jesus, of how much sore punishment. Suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was set, uh, sanctified, an unholy thing, and has done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him, talking about God, that has said, Vengeance belongs to me. I will recompense, says the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. But the question is, do you truly fear God? as much as you claim that you love God. A personal implication about the fear of the Lord. We're going to deal with that. The fear of the Lord is for is for more than mere Bible, biblical doctrine. It 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 it, it directs uh, 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 it directly applies to our uh, 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 daily lives in numerous ways. First of all, if we truly fear the Lord, we will live a life of obedience to his commandments and say no to sin. One reason why God inspired fear is in the uh, Israelites at Mount Sinai was so that they might learn to turn away from sin and to obey his laws. Repeatedly in Moses' final address to the Israelites, he uh, related the fear of the Lord to serving and obeying God. Deuteronomy 6 and 24 decree and declares that, and the Lord commanded us to do all these statues to fear the Lord our God for our good always, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is 
at this day. Deuteronomy 10, uh, 12 and 13. And now, what does the Lord thy God requires of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day uh, uh, for thy good. And according to Psalms 112 and 1, uh, fearing the Lord is equivalent to uh, delighting in his commandments. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord and delighteth greatly in his commandments. But the question is, do we fear the Lord as much as we claim that we love God? My prayer list will say anything, but what are your heart is saying? How much do you love him? Hallelujah. It has us, to, uh, the fear of the Lord, it has us to keep his precepts. Uh, Psalms 119.63, I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. Solomon taught that by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil in Proverbs 16.6. In Ecclesiastes, the whole duty of the human race is summarized in two brief imperatives. Um, Fear the uh, fear of God and keep His commandments. Hallelujah! Uh, uh, and 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 uh, anyone who is content to live a life of wickedness does so because there is no fear of God before His eyes. Amen. Uh, uh, Psalms thirty-six one. Uh, uh, um, through four, hallelujah, the transgression of the wicked says within uh, his heart, hallelujah, that there is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes until his iniquity be found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He left off to be wise and to do good. He advised, uh, he devises mischief upon his bed. He setteth, he, uh, he setteth himself in a way that is not good. He abhors not evil. We see this even in the pulpit. Something is wrong. Isn't, isn't it funny? Have you ever asked the question? God, why did all the churches shut down at one time? Something that never had happened, even though we are the living, breathing church, don't get me wrong, but all the sanctuaries. But we can go to Walmart and bump up against one another, but we can't go to the sanctuary and bump up against one another. Isn't that something? Have you ever asked that question? Everybody can go to the most crowded grocery store with their mask on or mask off, in certain places, but we can't go to the sanctuary. We can't fellowship. The enemy trying to stop us from laying hands on the sick so that they can share recover. Isn't that ironic? 
they devised this thing. They strategically caused this. Spraying that, that, that chem, that, that, that chem cloud or chem cloud, whatever they call it, spraying COVID-19 in the air. This is chemical warfare, ladies and gentlemen. Population control, ladies and gentlemen. This plague is a man-made plague. But God is still the God over COVID-19. For every knee must bow, things in heaven, things on earth, things beneath the earth, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord uh, to the glory and honor of God the Father. Why? Because he's given him a name above every name. COVID-19 is nothing but another name. Coronavirus is nothing but another name. But we serve a God, hallelujah, whose name is above every name. Hallelujah. But do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God. People may be loving and kind and, and and do good to the poor, yet if they have no indignation against wrong, contempt for the world's immoral ways, zeal for justice and hatred of evil, they have failed to stand with God. I don't care. Uh, uh, being good, morally good, is just not good enough. Uh, and, and they're not following God's Holy Spirit. Uh, the, uh, uh, the 97th number, Psalm the 10th verse says, Ye that love the Lord hate evil. I'm going to say that again. The 97th number of Psalms, the 10th verse, Ye that love the Lord hates evil. In other words, hates Sin. It is not enough for a child of God to love uh, 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 to love righteousness, but we must hate evil. We see this clearly in Christ's devotion to righteousness and his life hatred of iniquity in his earthly ministry and, and, and death conquering sin and the spirit of wickedness. We see it in his life. St. John 3, uh, 19 through 21. And this is the condemnation that light came into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. For everyone that does evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that loveth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Christ's faithfulness to his Father while on earth, as demonstrated by his love of righteousness and hatred of wickedness, is the basis for God's anointing of his Son. In, in, in the same way, the Christian's anointing will come only as he identifies with the master's attitude towards righteousness and evil. A fundamental characteristic of the uh, of the wicked is that they love darkness. They find their pleasure in sin and immorality. They truly, uh, the truly uh, a born again believer, in contrast, love righteousness and hate iniquity and grieves when he sees the unrighteous deeds of uh, uh, of depraved people 
the true believer takes no pleasure in the central and uh, 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 the central entertainment or the expression of sinful conduct manifested so openly in this present society. Folks wearing thongs up and down the street, uh, 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 all the cussing, the robbing, the stealing, the killing. It went to a whole new level. I have never seen so many murders in the year 2020 in the beginning of the year like I see now. It's like we're breaking records. Not only physical murder, but the murdering tongue. How we slander folks. How we, how, how, how mankind is lying on people and, and, I mean, this is wickedness. The lust that we see in the land. The lust for someone else's uh, 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 lifestyle, money, woman, the lust for man for man and woman for woman, all this lust, coveting the wrong things. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. My spirit is troubled. I'm not trying to get nobody excited. I'm not trying to get nobody to hoop, holler, and dance. But it's all right to have an amen here and there. Know that I'm still on the line. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, the believer loves love of righteousness and hatred of evil will increase by two means. By growing in heartfelt love and compassion for those whose lives are being destroyed, hallelujah, by sin and iniquity, and B, by experiencing more and more oneness with his God and Savior who loved righteousness and hates evil. First John 2.15 says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Too many people is preaching things. You're blessed just because you have things, not because you have salvation, not because you have grace, not because you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, not because you appreciate the covenant work of the cross uh, and the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. They've made the covenant of God uh, things. You're not rich until you're rich in spirit of the Holy Ghost. You can have millions of dollars and you're still broke because you can't take it with you. And hell is too hot, hell is too long, and hell is too far away from God, saints of God. I'm speaking to you in Germany as well as America, Canada. I'm talking to you. Africa, talking to you. Chicago, California, Texas, New York, wherever you're listening from. Do you love God as much as you claim that you, do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God? We have to understand an, an important uh, corollary to the previous application is that believers must teach their children 
to fear the Lord by training them to uh, hate sin and to keep God's holy commandments. The Bible often states that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, since the, a base, a basic good, excuse me, a basic goal for our children education is for them to live according to God's principle of wisdom. Teaching them to fear God is a critical first step of the rest of their lives. The fear of the Lord has a sanctifying effect on the people. Just as there is a sanctifying effect in the truth of God's word, so there is a sanctifying effect in the fear of God. It moves us to hate sin and turn away from evil. It causes us to be careful and disdain in our speech, restraint in our speech, and 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 it it protects us from the the breakdown of our conscience and of our moral resolve. Bless you, Jesus. The fear of the Lord is clean and surely cleansing, holy, redeeming. It is uh, 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 in its effects, bless God. The fear of the Lord motivates God's people to worship him with their whole being. Thank you, Jesus. If we truly fear God, we will worship and glorify him as Lord of all. David equates the worship, uh, worshiping congregation with the fear of the Lord. In, in the 22nd number of Psalms, hallelujah, 23rd verse says, Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye that uh, the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All ye the seed of Israel. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the 25th verse says, My praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. Oh, likewise, at the end of history, when the heavenly angels who proclaim the everlasting gospel calls all on earth to fear God, he immediately asks, and give glory to him and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea. But saints of God, do we truly fear God? As much as we claim that we love God, God has promised to reward all those who fear him. Hallelujah. Uh, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. I'm going to say that again. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honors, and life, Proverbs 22 and 4. Hallelujah. Uh, other promises, rewards uh, include protections from death, hallelujah, provision uh, for our daily needs, and a long life. Those who fear the Lord knows that it shall be well with them regardless of what happens in the world around us. Hallelujah. And uh, 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 finally, the fear of the Lord is accompanied by assurance. We have to be assured and comfort for, uh, for all of us as God's people. The New Testament directly links uh, the fear of the Lord with the comfort of the Holy Spirit in Acts 9 and 1. Then had the church rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria, 
and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost uh, were multiplied. Luke emphasized the formula to the fear of the Lord, both in his gospel, hallelujah, in, in the book of Luke, as well as here in the book of Acts. It is the God-fearers, for example, uh, Gentile adherence to the Jewish faith that from the starting point of the Gentiles' mission in Acts 10 and Acts 13, the fear of the Lord uh, produces trust and obedience, as well as the uh, avoidance of evil, shunning evil. This response in turn results in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Those who live without fearing the Lord have no sense of his presence, his grace, and his protection, while those who fear God and keep his commandments have a deep experience of spiritual security, authority in the name of Jesus, and of the anointing of God's Holy Spirit. They can be sure that God will deliver their souls from death in Jesus' holy name. But the question is, sense of God, do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God? You cannot tell me that you fear God and you're pastoring and you're sleeping with the sheep. You cannot tell me that you fear God, hallelujah, and you a man married to a man and a woman married to a woman. The last I read is God made Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. And I don't remember reading anything about Eve and Yvonne. You can't tell me that you fear a God and you slander your brother behind the back and slander your sister behind her back and, and, and keeping up confusion, causing heresies in the church, which is division. You cannot tell me that you fear a God and you allowing someone, and you're the pastor of the congregation, you're allowing someone that believe in the LGBs, all these different alphabets, how do you get up on your organ and, and, and or sing in the choir, direct the choir, and you know that this sleeping with a man with a man and a woman with a woman, which is an abomination before our God. You cannot tell me that you fear God and you keep voting in politicians that, that, that want to abort and murder babies and make all kind of stuff out of their sales. Amen. Because uh, abortion is murder. That's innocent blood. They cannot defend themselves. Hallelujah. Only God gives a baby. Hallelujah. So he do it, does it through uh, a man and a woman uh, joining together. Amen. You can't tell me that you fear a God and you vote in politician that that that, that <laughs> uh, allows same-sex marriages because that makes you accessory of God's spiritual crimes. Just like if you were a thief, you in a store in Walmart. And someone still, because you with them, made you an accessory to that crime. In like matter, when we vote in politicians and, and folks that don't have no regard for God's law and God's life, you're an accessory to the crime spiritually. Do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God? Do you really? With hatred in your heart, you hate your brother, but you claim that you love God. You don't fear God. It's time for the body of Christ to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. And believe ye the gospel. I read you the book. 
I didn't come out of my own head here. God is disturbed, so therefore he's disturbing us. And if you're not disturbed, check your salvation. Amen or ouch, because you know I'm a flatfoot preacher. Amen. Amen or ouch. But do you fear God as much as you claim that you love God? Check your fear life. God, do I fear you enough? It keeps you balanced. It keeps you sensitive to the voice, the still small voice of the Holy Ghost. When you're going to make a mistake, uh-uh, don't you do that? And it quickens you. You say, no, I can't do that. Oh, God, thank you for, 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 for directing my path, keeping me from sin. We had too many leaders fall. Even one out here in Georgia. He's dead and gone, Eddie Long. New birth. He really did like them boys. Zachary Tim out of Florida, where Paula White got his church. He really did have a cocaine overdose and committed adultery on his wife. He really did. David Koresh, we remember Jim Jones. These men have started, maybe started out right, but somewhere down the line they were deceived. The fear of God has left them. I'm afraid for a lot of Christian people, those who claim to be Christians, that is teaching others that it's okay. But Jesus paid a horrific price. Remember, when he was betrayed into the hands of men, I'm coming to a close. Remember how they slapped him and judged him all night illegally against the Jewish laws of that time? Remember when they turned him over to Pontius Pilate, who beat Jesus viciously, horrifically? All his back was torn out. His arteries was, was cut open. He should have died at the whipping pole, but we was on his mind to get to the cross. Blood was gushing here and there and everywhere. 39 stripes on his back, pulling his vertebrae, his vertebrae out of joint by the hooks that was in that whip and the stones and the rock and the metal pieces. Remember when they beat him uh, uh, horrifically as he was carrying his cross? They crowned him with, uh, with, a, uh, uh, with thorns. Remember how he fell over? Over and over and over again with his cross, he couldn't even carry it just for us. Up Calvary's mountain. Remember when they pierced his hands and his feet? Don't you see it? How can we trample over the cross of Christ when we was on his mind? Don't you remember how he screamed out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Don't you remember how he gave up the last ghost, uh, gave up his last breath, yielding up the ghost, and he said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. 
Don't you remember how you went into hell and snatched the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the devil just for you? And rose again the third day with all power of heaven and earth in his hands just for you? And then sent back his precious Holy Spirit and baptizing us in with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And then we have the audacity to commit fornication, slander our brother. Man with man, woman with woman. Allowing the, the goddess Diana to be in the church house. We was almost raising the synagogue of Satan or a temple of whores. It's time for the body of Christ to repent. To look at that cross one more time. And if you don't understand the cross, open up your word and, and, and look how all the things that Jesus went through. Old and New Testament to look at the cross. It's a horrific thing. He was more and more than any kind of man. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And, and through all that, by his stripe, he healed your spirit, man, so you don't have to be possessed with demons. So uh, other folks can't get on your nerves because you're walking in this peace. My peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Now let the world give, give I unto you. And he empower you to cast out devils, speak with new tongues, to take up serpent. If you drink any daily thing, you should not harm you. You should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I give you power to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by enemy shall harm you. This is what the cross given us. And we're going to trade it to go back to slop. Like a pig in a pigsty or a dumb dog going back to his vomit? No, saints of God. Let's honor him. Let's adore him. Let's praise him. Let's fear him. You know, like, like, like you fear when you forgot to wash the dishes. You hear mama coming up the stairs with that belt. <laughs> no, you're going to get that working. Let's fear him. I mean, for real. If the devil got sense enough to tremble at the name of God, at the word of God, and at the presence of God, uh, how much more should we? Amen. The floor is open for any comments at this time. The floor is open for any comments at this time. Amen. And let's not be shy or bashful, because we're broadcasting. Amen. When you were speaking, I thought about how um, fear, about trusting God, trusting God completely. When you fear God, when you fear God, you trust that he will chastise you. You trust the word in the whole. You trust that, yes, he will bless me, but he will also correct me. To fear God is to have faith that he'll He'll do exactly what he said he'll do. Um, I was reminded as you were speaking, because um, I actually 
encountered COVID in June. And so one day when I was sleeping, I woke up, and it was almost like the enemy was on one side, and he said, you're about to die. And I didn't have the worst a case of COVID. And on the other side, there was God. He said, get up. And so, again, I'm hearing on one side, you about to die. And so at that point, I had to get up. But I said that to say this. My fear in God, if I stayed there when he told me to get up, helped me to overcome whatever demonic force was trying to overtake me at that time. When I got up, as I walked, I was released, and God truly spoke because of that fear, because I trusted God enough to know that he wasn't going to allow me to die. But just imagine if I stayed there. Just imagine if I'm walking Mm -hmm. in disobedience and I stayed there. Guess what? I could be dead today. Not because of COVID. Because we, a lot of us look at COVID. No, it's not about COVID. It's about a spiritual warfare. And it's about being yes, obedient versus being disobedient. And so in this season, God is really pulling us to ourselves. Because, see, he'll make it to where we can't blame this or that one when they did this and they did that. He say, no, I'm going to pull you to myself. And you have to receive from me. You have to be fed from me spiritually. And if you're not fed from me spiritually, and I know I pulled you to myself, and I know I will feed you, that's a disobedience on that person's part. And I believe that that has a lot to do with people passing away. Not all, but a lot of people. Because of disobedience, because a lot of things are being revealed in this season. Who is really who? And so that's what came to me while you were speaking. If we're going to accept the truth, accept the whole truth, accept the whole reality, accept that if you are not in alignment with him, you will get chastised. Maybe not today, maybe not months from now. But it will happen, just like we can believe for um, a breakthrough, for that thing we envisioned. We should believe that God is going to correct us. Why? Because he loves us. And so to believe in his love is to also be convicted, is to also have fear in him, because he is our heavenly father, the sovereign, most high God. And that's all I have to say. Amen. Amen. Well said. He will correct us. He chastises those who you love. Yes. I, and that's what I was waiting on about the corrections. Amen. Certain things I leave out in messages to see if somebody's going to um, say them in comments. Amen. And that lets me know that we are all on the same page. Amen. That was one of them. Amen. Anybody else care to have words? Amen. I don't want to call nobody out, and I'm not going to call nobody out. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In the break.
and I'm getting ready to go back in to um back in the COVID room with one of, with with two of the clients. So, um, but definitely a um, woman of God talked about it, and she talked about fear. Um, yeah, to me that's a major factor. Doing the fact that um, I was in the facility with people are um, test positive for uh, the clients and employees. The employees they send them home, mm-hmm. um, but the residents that are there that's in place that actually live there. Okay, and imagine mm-hmm. working in a place that in the room that is uh, this particular room that really truly is not equipped for uh for a, a, a patient that is really COVID, you know, that is not equipped for that. Mm-hmm. So even though if you're wearing like you say your PPE, um, the whole setup, the walking to the room to take care of this, this patient for eight, nine hours. Okay, you get your little breaks, whatever in between. But because the room is not filtrated, the the, the oxygen in the exchange of the gas in the room and the air is not supportive enough. Uh, for a person that mm-hmm. has to work different. Okay. And you're absolutely right. I mean, I really am like, okay, why should I go in there? And I have, I, I, you know, I have this condition and I have asthma and blah, blah, blah. And no, uh, but then in the same time, I'm like, okay, I know this is a snort. I said, there's a reason why you put me in this for a reason. Put me this in for a reason in this season. I said, I know it's just temporal, but I had to really, guys, I had to really have to trust God in that room. Especially when you are, yeah, like you yeah. say, fully covered, fully covered, and not able to breathe properly in the room that is not filtrated, you know. And um, I have constantly have to, when I'm there, I put my little phone, try to put my phone in the plastic, and I try to get into my word. I play my little worship music while I'm in that room because that is the room that is what carries me, you know, uh, through my worship. My worship is what carries me. Um, knowing that I said, look, if I don't worship for myself, I got to worship them even in a good circumstances and the bad circumstances. So here's the circumstances right here. I'm in the midst of COVID. I could be possibly exposed to it, you know, in the, in the room. But I, have, I, I know because I know the true God that I serve, you know, I, I know the true God that I serve. I know who, who I am when he's with me and I know he has my back. Um, but at the same time, you, you know, at some point you do experience, like you say, some type of fear, like, oh, um, you know, really keep coming in here. I'm going to end up, you know, carrying the same symptoms. But you don't want to curse yourself, you know, and we're not in the – God mm-hmm. is not in no cursing business. We, we curse ourselves. Um, so um, I learned as even while I'm working with them guys that I'm learning not to, you know, say, okay, I'm in here. I have this problem. I have this respiratory problem. I have this, that, blah, blah, blah. What am I supposed to do? But he did not give me the spirit of fear. That's what the word said. He didn't give me the spirit of fear. So I have to mm-hmm. walk in here constantly, guys, every day, you know, constantly. I'm in my 15 minute, um, walking in constantly, uh, every time that I have to go in that room in that room change for a whole entire day and say, Father, you did not give me the spirit of fear. But I do fear the Lord. I really have poor reverence for the Lord because I do want to be obedient. You're right. Be obedient. Even though I'd be like, say, I don't want to go in that room, that would be disobedient on my part. But there must have to be a reason why God has allowed me. Because even in the midst of that, guys, he doesn't even allow me to minister to people while I'm in the midst of the COVID room. The other person that may not know God, you know, that's sitting over there and sitting on the other side, you know, watching the patient, guess what? He's given me an opportunity to, to utilize what God has given us 
in the midst of it, in the midst of the situation. So he is he is given us, he said he has not given us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power on the fine mind. And walking, like I said, dealing with that on a daily basis, have to feed them, have to clothe them, have to bathe them, have to check their G2, you know, constantly have to be, you know, in the midst of that. That's like, you know, walking that front line. But because the God that you are serves, on the front line. Right? He is not gonna allow us to walk in there. You know, and um Amen. and I think I think that they give us that that strength and that encouragement. This where apostle this was a, this was an uh, encouragement to me, a empowerment word for me. And I had to make sure that I had to check myself from the neck up from the floor, from the floor down to the bottom of my toes. I had to check myself. Uh, you know, they're always going to be, a, you know, because Jesus chases after the ones he loves. He, you know, he corrects the ones he loves. Yes, he does. I, you know, I take, I take that full, full account. Um, because that, like I said, one time I was like, I don't want to go in that room and I'm making a scene there. You know, I mean, I'm just being realistic, guys. Can I breathe with y'all? I, I was like, I don't want to go in that room. Y'all ain't put me in the room. I can't breathe. You know, but. Taught me how to even when I'm reading, I was breathing, I was praying, I was breathing, I was praying, I, I was breathing, and God was releasing it to Erica. You're gonna be all right. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna come through this. And guess what? I'm not gonna be in that. Just trust me. I'm not gonna be in that job that long. Cause He's gonna pull me through there, Amen. And I believe that He's gonna give me the opportunity, so I don't have to place myself and put my family at risk in a predicament like that. So I give God glory even in the midst of that, because guess what? God is going to get the glory out of it. Amen. Yes, he Amen. will. Amen. We have to realize, even as the word of God said um, in Revelations 22 and 10, I was hoping somebody, I was hoping somebody had um, came up with this one. And um, he said unto me, Seal not the saying of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him uh, let him be unjust still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. See, it's coming to that. Well, we either going to come out or not. And then Hebrews um, 11, excuse me, 1 and 9 said, Thou that lovest righteous, thou that love righteousness and hate iniquity, therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Amen. Now, to make it even more simpler, do you love what God loves and do you hate what God hates? If we keep it just that simple, loving what God loves and hate what God hates, learning what he loves and learning what he hates, it makes our walk a whole lot easier when you keep it with simplicity. Keep it simple, saints, and you'll walk in victory every time. Anybody else have any words? Anybody else? You're more than welcome to share your wisdom and your grace. Well, bless God. I want to thank everyone for joining us on Apostolic Alignment. 
I'm your host, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. And it was such an honor, and I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let this word be engrafted in their spirit, Lord. In the name, let it haunt them all night long. Let them toss and turn and meditate on this word so they can truly understand how to fear you, the reason why to fear you, God. Amen. And, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word, we thank you for your death, burial, and resurrection. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for being redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. We thank you that we empower that greater he that is in us than he that is of the world. We are more than conquerors through you, Lord, hallelujah, who strengthens us. And we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Back up to your hands, Apostle Erica, to dismiss us. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is at work. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Amen. Um, um, Shirley, will you give us a short prayer and dismiss us real fast, please? Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, thanking you, Lord, for this time in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for feeding us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace upon us, oh, God. Oh, Lord, we pray, Lord, that us, who need to repent, Lord, that we will repent, Lord, and we will turn back to you, Lord. We will turn from our equal, e- evil ways, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will cover each and every person that's on the line, oh, God. Bless them, Lord, for coming, Lord, to be fed of you, God. Provide their needs, Lord, as only you can, God. We thank you and praise you for it all. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And remember, saints of God, we love you brand new in the name of Jesus, and there's nothing you can do about it but love us back. Be blessed, and we're dismissed. Good night, everyone.